Welcome to the Richard Blackby Leadership Podcast, helping people take their leadership to the next level. Brought to you by Blackby Ministries International. Well, Richard, here we are again. Yes. As always, as is our custom. <laughs> and uh, today we're talking about a subject matter that I believe you're a renowned expert. Uh, that's in. true. Modesty so prevents heard. me from saying so, but 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 do no tell us <laughs> what we, is it? We're going to be talking about humility today, oh. and uh, actually, I it reminds me of a book I wrote: uh, the, <laughs> the three most humble people on the planet, and how I mentored the other two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Richard. Yeah, we're um, classic. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is an interesting topic and one that it's you you certainly feel awkward even talking about because you realize in all truth that uh, this is an area that you, if you ever think you've mastered it, then you haven't. Right. Uh, but uh, but again, uh, among leaders, uh, humility or the the reverse, uh, the opposite of pride, arrogance is such a huge issue. Yeah. Uh, uh, pride has led uh, to the downfall of so many. And, uh, and I think it's a particularly, a, a danger for leaders, uh, more than perhaps others. And yeah. so, uh, I think certainly a, a topic that it's really timely for us to be talking about right now. Yeah. I, I, it's certainly one worth, worth talking about and, and exploring, you know, how we can be better at this. Uh, you know, and I think too, it's, it's important for leaders to have confidence. Yeah. I think, uh, certainly you don't want a leader who is just like, oh, well, you know, woe is me. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but, uh, but why, why is pride so dangerous, uh, for leaders? Well, uh, you know, and I would just say, and I think that's a good point, Sam, that, um, leaders do need confidence. I don't, I don't want to charge into battle uh, being led by an unconfident leader. If, if, if a leader says we're going to charge that enemy stronghold, but and, if the leader says, I hope it works, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, I may be wrong. Uh, this could be a huge mistake. Um, uh, you know, I'm not the best leader around, uh, then I don't, I'm not putting my life on the line for someone like that. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to step out and do something courageous or difficult or, or dangerous, whatever, I, I, I want to look that leader in the eye and know this is a guy I would, I would go into battle with, uh, I would trust, uh, he he know he seems at least to know what he's talking about, and so you have to have confidence uh, to be a leader. But there's a fine line uh, between confidence and pride, and, yeah. and I think that's why leaders are so susceptible to it because you have to have confidence. But if you're not careful, that confidence can slip over into pride, and especially if you've had some success. Uh, and some renown, it, then you, what used to just be humble confidence has now become pride and, uh, yeah. the love of people's praise and, uh, esteem. So that's why for leaders, it is, um, a, a danger, I think, because if you don't have confidence, you're probably not suited to be a leader in the first place. But once you have that confidence, you're now your, your, your next door neighbor is pride and yeah. you don't want to stray too far. There's a couple of verses, uh, two in particular, I think, that are great uh, for leaders uh, just to keep before them. One, of course, where we, we know well, uh, Proverbs uh, chapter 16, verse 18, says, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall, yeah. uh, which we kind of know primarily as pride goeth before a fall. Right. Um, 
and I, and I think that's so, and I think so, so many times throughout history, uh, we've seen someone that, uh, was arrogant, was boastful, strutting about, and they had no idea that they were very shortly going to experience their worst downfall. Uh, and yeah. there, there's a reason for that oftentimes where leaders are the most proud they've ever been, it seems right before their greatest downfall. And, yeah. uh, and, the, and, and there's a reason uh, for that. And, and there's, and there's a couple of, of dangers, uh, for leaders in that regard related to pride. And, uh, in fact, uh, some, some readers, if you've ever read uh, the book, my father and I wrote, uh, the, the spiritual leadership, uh, we, in one of our, the last chapters, uh, we actually listed the 10, 10 of the greatest pitfalls of leaders. And, uh, the number one pitfall we list is pride. Yeah. Uh, in many ways, it may be the, the most sinister of all the pitfalls that leaders face because it, it, it has so many ways of destroying a good leader. And so some of the things that leaders are, that, that pride does, one is just pride just, it's just off-putting. Uh, people are just, it, it just turns people off yeah. of the leader. Instead of inspiring people, it, it uh, alienates people. Uh, when you hear a leader that every time they're talking, they're bragging about themselves and talking about themselves, um, you get tired of it. Even if what they're doing is good, even if they are really good at what they do, uh, you just get tired of just hearing about it all the time. <laughs> and uh, I, and I've been around some folks that you, they, they, they pretty well just wanted everybody to be a pep rally for them. Yeah, Let's just all cheer for me. And uh, let me tell you what I did today and how great I am and how much better I am than everyone else. And, and so if, if leaders have got to be good at working with people. So even if you really believe those things about yourself, you're just never going to be a great leader if you keep putting people off. And, and of course, if you brag enough about yourself, people are going to just, there's a part of human nature that just kind of wants you to stumble. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was wondering if, if, if the reason that pride goes before a fall is because Everybody wants to see a prideful person fall. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you, know? you lose a lot of friends and supporters. Uh, of course, a humble person, people, you you feel drawn more to humble yeah. people. You want to help them. You want to support them because uh, it doesn't mean they're weak. It just means that uh, they don't have to blow their own horn. Uh, a second thing about pride is it causes you to overestimate yourself. Yeah. Um, pride has a way of putting a magnifying glass over your contribution and making it seem even bigger than it really was. Yeah. Uh, you may be a leader and you may truly have contributed, uh, largely to the success of your organization, but, uh, but pride has a way of magnifying that where other people's contributions seem smaller and yours yeah. seems bigger. And a lot of leaders, when you see them fall, oftentimes they have, this is what has happened to them. Maybe they're a CEO and they feel like, well, I'm the one that turned this whole thing around. This, this company would be bankrupt now if it wasn't for me. Uh, and so I can justify spending lavishly on this expense account on stuff for myself. I want to get a $10,000 shower curtain for my office uh, bathroom. I can justify that because this place wouldn't even exist anymore if it wasn't for me. So yeah. And they can begin to justify embezzling money to say, well, considering all I've done, they don't pay me enough. And so I have a right uh, to this. Or uh, we begin to feel like, uh, well, no one else in the company is allowed to do this. But for me, it's okay because after all, I'm the CEO, I'm the pastor, I, 
I'm the one that has been the result of all this success. And, and so pride has a way of just inflating your view of yourself so that you're, you're not seeing reality anymore. Yeah. That's not reality. And uh, any any leader who doesn't see reality is in danger of falling. And uh, yeah, it 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 sort of magnifies your strengths and and minimizes your weaknesses. Yeah, and in uh, a, it, un, unhealthy balance. Yeah, yeah, leaders have got to see reality. We talked about that a uh, few uh, times ago with the, the Machiavelli book. You've got to yeah. be a realist. You got to see things as they are. And pride causes you not to. Yeah. And the, the the flip side of that is that uh, pride also causes you to minimize the contributions of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, pride makes you sort of be a black hole of credit. You just take all the credit <laughs> for everything. And instead of sharing credit, instead of giving credit to other people. And so uh, and so what happens is maybe you your team has pulled some all-nighters and uh, met a goal, met a deadline, solved a problem. Uh and now uh, you, everybody is uh, breathing a, a sigh of relief. We got that done. Uh, but instead of handing out praise and recognition and time off and bonuses, they hear the leader talking about themselves. And, and uh, they, they go to report to the board, and it's all about them and how they turned it around. Yeah. That's very demotivating. If uh, People just are not going to sacrifice themselves for a leader who always takes the credit. There's been studies shown that uh, oftentimes the number one reason why people left a company and went to a competitor was that their boss uh, was very stingy in giving credit. Uh, They they didn't want to recognize other people. And sometimes that comes from insecurity. We, uh, We feel threatened by the successful people around us. And so we'd rather just keep talking about ourselves and taking the credit uh, some people are just so intent on building their own career and going up the corporate ladder that yeah. uh, they don't want to share it with anyone else. They they want everything that happens is going to be a way to promote themselves. And again, you see a lot of this in politics today. Yeah. Uh, everything that the opposition does is bad and everything that we do is good. And <laughs> you just think, well, that's not even true. That's not even reality. Uh, but so pride has a way of making you magnify yourself and minimize others. And you will just never be a good leader if you cannot motivate other people and bring out the best in other people. And prideful leaders just don't bring the best in other people hmm. uh, because you you don't want to highlight what's good about others. You just highlight what's good about you. Uh, two other things that, that pride does. Um, one, a, a, a fourth thing is it... It uh, closes your ears uh, to the feedback and warnings of others. When you think that you're the expert in the room, you're the smartest person in every room that you enter, uh, then it's really difficult for you to heed the warnings of your friends, people that are trying to help you out and to say, hey, I'm just kind of concerned. You know, that last meeting, uh, I know you felt like that speech you gave was very rousing, uh, inspiring speech, but... I, I was reading the crowd, and there were some people that were not taking what you were saying very well. Um, oh, no, you just, you know, but I had several tell me they really appreciated what I said. And, you're just jealous. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, I, that just, you're just raining on my parade, and this is, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and so oftentimes I've seen leaders that did uh, experience a dramatic uh, failure, 
And if you look back, you realize, you know what? There were people that were trying to warn them. There were people that could see the danger. Uh, they, they could see the writing on the wall, but uh, the leader just would not hear it. After, and, and, and especially sometimes longer tenured leaders, especially. I've been running this place for 20 years. You, you tell me, uh, I don't know how to run this place. And you, know, you might say, well, yeah, but the last five years we've been plateaued or declining. Sales are down. Uh, customer satisfaction is down. Uh, employee retention is down. Yeah, but I've been doing this 20 years, and I've got all these awards, and and you know I'm recognized authority. I've written three books, uh, yeah. and so pride just has a way of closing your ears, and so of course it makes you more vulnerable. You don't, uh, you know, you, you don't have the wisdom of others in their eyes and ears open, uh, looking out for you, and so yeah, you're just more likely to end up um, experiencing failure because um, now you're kind of going solo and. I'll tell you what, things are just too comp- complex and, and complicated, even for good leaders, uh, to just solve all the problems on their own. Right. Uh, the last thing is just, it also, pride blocks your fellowship with God. Uh, God resists the proud. Uh, God uh, is your enemy if you're prideful. Hmm. God hates pride. Uh, he's seen the destruction it has uh, done to people for too long for him to tolerate it. And yeah. so, as a leader, you don't want God... Um, opposed to you. <laughs> yeah. That if you want to talk about uh, a, a leadership uh, career that's not going to go anywhere is when God sets himself against you. And mm. of course, when, when your heart's filled with pride, uh, it, it, it severs and, and, and uh, it, it kind of squashes your, uh, your relationship with God. You're not going to be hearing God's voice. Yeah. Uh, your prayers are not going to be answered. Uh, God's not going to bless. God's not going to shine his face upon someone who's filled with pride. And so just for those reasons alone, I can't afford to be prideful because I need God uh, to be blessing me. I need God to be on my side and to be a shield to me. Uh, I want God to be speaking to my spirit and alerting me if there's danger, something I'm not aware of. And uh, and so again, the pride, well, if it has a way of um, negating your walk with God, so now you're you don't have access to God's wisdom and protection and blessing, well, then you're that much more vulnerable and more likely then to, to fall at some point. And so uh, there's just a lot of dangers to pride that humility is the antidote for. Humility yeah. says, I'm going to just see reality straight and, uh, and not exaggerate, uh, but just deal with reality. And I just need a good dose of always seeing myself as I am and not as I would like to think that I was. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break here. Twice a year, Black Bee Ministries hosts a spiritual leadership coaching workshop in the Atlanta area. The focus of this workshop is learning how to ask the right questions to help move people onto God's agenda. The next workshop is November 4th through 6th, and registration is open now. The early bird rate is available until October 1st, and space is limited. To find out more and to register, visit blackbeecoaching.org. Links will be in the show notes. Well, Richard, we've seen the dangers of pride. Yeah. And uh, now I, I, I just wonder, where does pride come from? You know, I think it comes from several places. One is we talked uh, in an earlier episode just about evil. I think uh, sin leads to pride. Yeah. Uh, and so I think w- when you turn your eyes away from God, uh, 
it's it ultimately, it's always going to lead uh, to pride. Uh, I've said before, but if you have a clear view of God, then you'll have a clear view of yourself. Hmm. The higher your view of God, the lower your view is going to be of you. Right. Uh, but when you take your eyes off of God, then your view of yourself becomes distorted. And so pride often happens when you're focusing more on yourself than on God. Uh, also, I, and th- this is uh, something I've just kind of learned in my own experience, is that oftentimes pride is a sign of insecurity. Hmm. And that, that really throws you off at first because you sort of think, well, that guy can't be insecure. He's blowing his own horn all the time. You know, he's always telling you how great he is. He, his problem is he thinks too much of himself, not that he thinks too little. Yeah. Uh, but I've often learned that uh, the biggest boasters are often the most insecure people. Hmm. Uh, because they have to, they feel a need to keep telling people yeah. how great they are. It's, I've, I've just been around people. And I, I remember back when I was a kid in grade school, I went through a time where I was, I faced a lot of persecution. I, I, I dealt with some bullies some people that were just really, uh, very intentionally trying to just humiliate me and uh, make my life miserable and make me feel like, uh, I was worthless. And I remember going through that time, uh, I, because I was just regularly being told how worthless I was, uh, my response was to keep proving people wrong, to, to show them that I, I wasn't worthless. And so yeah. if I was uh, maybe playing on uh, the Little League soccer team and I'd gotten a hat trick the night before, well, I'd have to somehow let people know the next day that, that weren't aware that I had just been the star of the game. And, yeah. and I found myself... Uh, tempted to brag and of course that was not attractive and nobody wanted to hear that yeah uh, and there are times where i'd even think to myself like why am i becoming this braggart but i realized it's because i i felt insecure i i was trying to convince what you anytime someone keeps bragging you have to say what are they trying to convince people of and or who what, are they trying to convince yeah to? And it, it's, themselves, maybe themselves or, or yeah. Uh, and so, uh, whenever I'm around someone that just feels the need to brag all the time, I realize, you know what, this may be a very insecure person. And I see people like that all the time. I'm on airplanes with people like that all the time. (laughs) And you get a business guy who wants to just kind of tell you how, uh, you know, like I'll, I'll have people that want to tell you how much they've traveled that year. Like, and I mean, they, but they're telling you in a loud voice, they want everybody sitting in that vicinity to know that they, uh, you know, are, are a much sought after person and they're yeah. always on the road and, uh, they're, 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 their number, their company's number one salesperson. And that may all be true, but yeah. sometimes you just feel like, but when they go on and on and on about that, and a, a lot of things they're telling you, you didn't ask <laughs> yeah. about you, you think, I think they're trying to convince me that they're actually a person of worth and, it's just kind of sad to me that they feel they have to try to convince a total stranger uh, that to make them feel better about themselves. Hmm. Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, uh, he listed, he talked about level five leaders that uh, were the very best leaders, the best CEOs of companies. And one of the things he said was, interestingly, he said that they, they demonstrate humility. Yeah. And you think, well, if you're like the top CEOs in America leading some of the biggest companies, you think you'd have kind of a pretty big uh, ego, right? But the fact is, they don't have to brag. Like when you're who they are, when you've done what you've done, you don't need to 
a press agent to convince people that you're a worthwhile human being. Right. And so those guys don't need to blow their own horn. And I've been around some folks like that that maybe were pastoring huge churches or were leading very large companies, but you'd never really know it just being around them because they were perfectly confident in their own skin. Yeah. And uh, they had a certain humility. And humility doesn't mean that you are self-effacing. It doesn't mean that you're always putting yourself down. Humility just means you see yourself as you really are. It just means yeah. you, you just see the truth. And so that means, by the way, if you're good at something, you know, if you're like the the MVP of the major, you know, the baseball league or the NBA or something, there's no point in saying, oh, shucks, I'm not all that good. You know, like, well, yeah, you are. You just were yeah. recognized <laughs> by experts as the best in your entire league. Uh, you know, it's, humility is not a, a false modesty. Uh, you yeah. may be really good. It just means you don't have to brag about it. It means you don't have to tell everybody about it. It, doesn't mean, it, it means you don't go into every room and just talk about yourself. It means you can still show interest in other people yeah. and uh, be interested in their achievements, even if they aren't as impressive as your achievements. And so humility is not saying I, I, you put yourself down. It means you, you know you're good, if you are, but you don't have to talk about it all the time. And, uh, you know, so you, you see things as they are, but then you just choose to lift others up instead of lifting yourself up. Hmm. Well, you know, after, uh, hearing about all the dangers of, of pride and, and the, uh, the benefits of humility, uh, I think it would be good to perhaps talk a little bit about how we as leaders can cultivate yeah. humility in our life. There's lots of ways, obviously, let me just share a couple of real quick ones with you. One is just regularly spend time with God. Part of why we get prideful is that we compare ourselves with the wrong people. I mean, if you if you look around long enough, you're going to find someone that makes you look good. You're, you're going to be better than than somebody. And so you just look long enough, you'll find somebody like that. But if you keep every morning, beginning your day, comparing yourself with God, put Jesus next to you. And yeah. then you realize, my word, what a selfish person I am. What a prideful person I am. I, uh, I, I've got nothing to boast about. I, st after all these years, I'm still struggling with vanity here or this or that or hurt feelings. And, uh, I'm still selfish. Well, now you go out in the day humbled. Uh, and so always start by saying, you know what? The only person I'm supposed to compare myself with is Jesus. And I'm always going to fall short with that one. Yeah. And so how could I not be humble knowing that uh, I'm, I, I can't stop until I become just like Jesus. And, uh, even after another year has gone by, I still have so far to go. And so I, I've got nothing to boast about because I know in my heart, so many things that are not right yet in my own life, my mind, my heart, that, um, I, I'm the last person to be bragging uh, to anybody. Another thing to do is just uh, surround yourself with people that will tell you the truth. Typically when people fall in pride, the, uh, one of the common denominators is they had nobody around their life who had access to them, who had the uh, authority, uh, the, the uh, invitation to tell you the truth. Spouses often are great at that. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Sam, you and I are married to women that are not fearful of telling us the truth. Yep. And uh, we, <laughs> that doesn't mean you are going to like hearing the truth. Sometimes you know you're about to hear something you don't, you, you're not going to be happy about hearing, but it keeps your feet in the ground. Uh, sometimes kids can be that way too. Your, your wife and my daughter, uh, was one of the best at rapier like comments that would, uh, I might've just come back from some exotic trip and have my head 
swimming with success and accolades and uh, one uh, one sentence could bring my feet right back down to the ground <laughs> to realize, okay, I'm not such hot stuff after all. Yeah, I'll just go in the kitchen and start doing the dishes. And uh, y- everybody needs people like that in your life. You know, you, you want, you, sometimes you need some praise too. But if you have nobody in your life that just calls you out when you're on a kind of a brag fest and uh, you've just talked about yourself too much, um, you got to have somebody in your life that could say, hey, back, you know, I mean, that's all good and well, but, you know, you weren't the only guy there. You're not the only guy on the team. Uh, What about the rest of them? A third thing is just audit your words. Uh, Audit Mm. your pronouns. If If you keep using the word me or I all the time, I yeah. really felt like I'm the one who suggested this. I stayed late one night. Uh, you know, it was my idea. Yeah. Don't don't become a me monster. A me monster, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so audit audit your words and say, uh, am I talking too much about myself? Am I am I taking too much of the credit? Did I at least give equal uh, airtime to the others uh, and what they did? Uh, and the last thing is just strive to be someone who is constantly praising others, Hmm. who's constantly trying to bless others. One of the best remedies to your own personal pride is just trying to always be a blessing to others. I I see oftentimes you'll you'll be in a room with someone who just has a real ego need. And I mean, every conversation, they're, they're all but like holding out a silver platter waiting for you to tell them how good they are. (laughs) <laughs> and they'll just sort of bring up what they did, and they're waiting for you to say, oh, man, that was just wonderful what you did. You're such a good leader. Uh, what would we do without you? Uh, and you just there's just certain people that it's like every conversation. They're waiting for you to just stroke their ego. Yeah. And, and so one of, the, one of the remedies to that is instead of me constantly needing my ego praise, I'm going to go into this meeting today fully intending uh, to just be a blessing to the people around me. I want to. Yeah. So that means instead of doing all the talking about me, I'm going to ask questions about other people. Yeah. And I remember one time, just really God really convicting me of that. I was actually being interviewed in a uh, for a magazine, and so I mean the whole the, the, this reporter has come to sit down and talk to me uh, about me. Uh, that's the whole point. But I but I took almost 30 minutes and I just began asking this reporter about themselves and wh- how long they've been reporting and what was their family like and what was what was challenging about their work and I actually learned a lot about that and and this person had never interviewed anybody who actually had a question for them and so they were kind of taken back and after about 30 minutes it was like well b- before our time's up I-, I do need to get a few questions in about you <laughs> and you know I, I I to me I just thought I want to be that kind of person that is not just always talking about me yeah. Uh, and when you're a leader, when you're in the limelight, when you get the platform a lot, when people are asking you questions about your opinion and you are being introduced in front of crowds, whatever else, it's easy to just get in, slide into that mentality where it's about me. They're, everywhere I go, they're asking about me. You have to work at it sometimes. But if you work at noticing what others do mm. and praising them, uh, they may not have as big of a role as you have as a leader. But watch what they do. And when they do their job well, point it out. Thank them for it. And if you're spending all your time looking out for the contributions of others, you're, you're much less likely to be wasting the airtime bragging about yourself. Hmm. Well, this has been a very enlightening uh, 
30 minutes. <laughs> and uh, now that we all know how to achieve humility. Yeah, I'm go, expecting a much more humble service out of you in the future. Uh, you so. know, I, I'm going to go <laughs> forth and be humble. So uh, until next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, review us on Apple Podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. If you have questions or comments, please email us at podcast at blackbee.org.